What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Broken Tables podcast. I am your host, Jeffrey Vegas, here as always with our co-host, Rome. How you doing tonight, sir? You know, Jeff, I was doing really good. I was doing really good. And I know this is a wrestling podcast, and there's also the show ended with some really bad shit tonight, and we're going to talk about it. But I just want to talk about how fucking furious I am right now. Complete personal shit. Apologies to those that don't care. So I'm not much of a gambler. Right. I don't gamble. You know, not that's just not my thing. I don't think I'm very lucky when it comes to that type of stuff. I just generally avoid it. Today I'm at work and my coworkers point out to me, hey man, you know, Philly's on fire right now. The money line oh, the Phillies just made a great play too. The money line to pick the Flyers, the Sixers, and the Phillies to win. Pay out if you put twenty five in, payouts four hundred. Four no, it's five hundred. I'm sorry, excuse me. I'm like, oh, that sounds really good. I've never done this before. Let me give it a shot. So I bet 30 payouts about, you know, a little, you know, 500 ish. And then I also realized, you know, because I'm teaching myself about the gambling, I'm like, hey, I can make another ticket, you know. And if I think like Bryce Harper's going to hit a home run, I could bet 15 and the payout's 800 fucking dollars, right? So I'm sitting here like, you know, Philly guy, but I don't really care about basketball. It's just not my cup of tea, whatever. So I'm sitting here tonight watching Dynamite on my TV. On my laptop, I have the Phillies game. On my phone, I have the Flyers game. And then I'm checking Bleacher Report for the Sixers score, right? Now, the Flyers, I thought the Flyers were going to blow this for me tonight. And the Flyers were down 2 nothing and came back to fucking winning. And Bryce Harper hits a fucking home run. And the Phillies right now in the bottom of the seventh, they're looking pretty good. They're looking like they might win this fucking game. And the goddamn fucking Sixers cost me 1300 fucking dollars as someone who doesn't like basketball i know i'm a philly guy but i just want to say you know first time betting so yes i'm very fucking i'm very invested right now as a first time better fuck the 76ers that's how i'm doing tonight (laughs) well what i will tell you as a sports better myself is that i never ever 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 bet on a team that i consider one of my teams so Eagles, Steelers, Vegas, uh, Golden Knights, um, Phillies, obviously. I won't place any bets that involve those teams. But, man, I, I feel your pain. And it's because of what you're feeling right now is the reason I made that rule for myself a long time ago because I had a bet like that. And, yeah, it was, it's pretty painful. 
here's the worst thing about it, right? The teams that I actually like and follow are the teams that won tonight. I like baseball. I like hockey. I like, you know, hockey's my third favorite, but I like hockey. I like the Phillies and I like the Flyers. I just hope the Sixers do well as like a hometown guy. So for me, it's the exact opposite. The fact that I don't really care very strongly about the Sixers on a personal level. Now I fucking hate them. (laughs) All right, coach. Have a good one, man. Oh, awful. Awful. Dying. All right. Well, on to some more, you know, bad news. Uh, you know, we started off with an absolutely amazing dynamite. This looked like it was about to finish off as an all-time, one of the greatest dynamites I have seen in a long time. Um, but at about 9.50, um, we got, to me, it just looked like a normal King Kong lariat from uh, John Moxley to Hangman. Um, I didn't quite see what the injury may have been. Uh, I'm trying to figure it out right now. I'm trying to do it's the, possible to do that other people are reviewing the footage, you know what I mean, all over Twitter. I have not seen it again. They didn't show a replay. Uh, I don't know exactly what this injury may be. They definitely shied away from it on camera, didn't show anybody pointing at anything. Um, Doc Samson was in the ring almost immediately, and I was like, whoa, why did he get in the ring there? And at first, I kind of thought they were using the doc to kind of show how both men were just beating the crap out of each other, you know, to amplify the MJF thing. But um, no, they quickly, uh, quickly made it obvious that this was a serious uh, or, you know, a real injury. Uh, Yeah, it looks like he was injured by the Lariat, obviously. um, But so Joseph says he thinks it's his collar. Uh, I, I would assume you mean collarbone. Okay, I could definitely see that from the way that he landed on the ground. That's definitely one of those type of things. I don't know if it would have been broken from the actual lariat, but it would have been from landing on it, I I think, but I have no idea. So, yeah, it looked like there was a serious injury to Hangman. They stopped the match. Um, We had to get, you know, a few minutes of them killing some time, and then, you know, we got Mox on the mic, but we'll, we'll get to that later. Uh, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to Hangman. Hope he makes a full recovery, and you know, we'll we'll see what happens here. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just I think it's a shame. Um, yeah. Just, just the, just the. It's just fucking awful to see. It just it yeah. really is. Sorry, I just pulled the chat up. Juan's asking how much money did I bet? And again, I don't want to take this away from someone who's seriously injured. Juan, I only had to bet uh, the. So the first parlay that didn't include the Bryce Harper home run, I put 30 down on. But the one that the payout was 800, I put 15 in. So I didn't lose a lot of money. But the possibility of, you know, just doing nothing but having my Philly teams win and making 1300 off of that yeah. has me somewhat heated. Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting caught up on uh on the chat because I have the Phillies game running right now because the Phillies are the team that has yet to break my fucking heart. Did so, he break um, his neck? I would really, really doubt that, Big T. Um, but you know what? Yeah. He wasn't moving. Now that you mention it, I don't know. I'm trying to know. pull up a clip right now, Jeff. I mean, so obviously, I, I admittedly, I, you know, I'm sorry to you guys. I try to stay in the know. Uh, had a lot going on tonight, so I was not on Twitter tonight at all. Um, so I am currently trying to get caught up. And I'll see if I can find the video of Mox, uh, or I'm sorry, Hangman taking the hit. And if I can come up with anything else. Yeah, I mean, the ref knew because obviously Hangman said something. I'm I'm sure he made a gesture or said something that, you know, they immediately saw. 
uh i don't know man Oof. I, I really hope that's not what it was but to be honest with you if that's the case they would not have had him out of the ring that quickly um we would have got a stretcher and real paramedics and all of that stuff um you know maybe not on air but he would he wouldn't have gotten out of the ring that soon i'm going to go with you know i'm, I'm going to go with a collarbone for now what's that it seemed it seemed to me honestly like he just got knocked out okay um i'm i'm hoping that that's again this is just kind of optimistic thinking but if you look at it i don't really think he really ever responds to samson i i didn't i didn't notice anything um I don't, I mean, obviously that could be something really, really bad, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that maybe he just got knocked a little loopy. Um, I mean, he got lariated, so I'm trying to find a video of the lariat and I just, he just does the whole turned inside out thing. He gets lariated. Uh, he, or he takes the lariat. He does the half a backflip thing and he hits the, the mat. I, I don't know, man. I'm, ugh. I, I want to say, like I said, he was out of the ring in, you know, I want to say four minutes because it was 9.51 when I realized that, okay, this was real. We're not going back to the match. They rang the bell. Um, about 9.55 is when Moxley started cutting his promo. So it only took about four minutes to get him out of there. Um, if he was knocked out, it could have taken more, but, you know, sometimes it doesn't. But you just we don't know. He went stiff, did he? He, he could have got KO'd. It just to me, it didn't look like Moxley's arm hit him in the head. Didn't look like he hit his head when he hit the ground. Yeah, if somebody could help us out and link us to the video, I'm I'm trying to find it. I just can't right now. No one on Twitter is posting the video of it. So, um, I mean, obviously, it, it it's just awful, and I hope Paige is going to be okay. Um, I'm a huge fan of him this year. Like this. This year and the title reign, I know that a lot of people on the show have been very negative about it and kind of down on it, but uh, this was the year the Hangman really fucking won me over uh, as a fan. Um, you know, before the the title match with Kenny, I really wasn't on board. Um, but since then, uh, you know, I do view him as, you know, no pun intended, one of the elites in AEW. And it just, it just sucks. It really sucks. And, you know, I'm just, I'm hoping that it, I'm hoping that it works out. Yeah, I don't know what to think here. It's kind of crazy. Uh, ah. All right, we'll, we'll get but some we'll get updates, I'm sure, you know, as the show goes on here. Um, but let, let's go ahead and, you know, let's, uh, oof, man, <laughs> let's go ahead and start off. So we started the show off tonight. Yeah, you should be able to send the link here, uh, Mioja. If it, if it cancels it on you, I'll, uh, I'll give you permissions. I don't, I don't think I have it blocked for you. But yeah, uh, we, we started off tonight it. with Orange Cassidy and the Best Friends versus the Death Triangle for the AEW Trios Championship. This match was freaking awesome. <laughs> uh, I love how Orange Cassidy is carrying the uh, belt in like a Jansport backpack. That's uh, that's pretty good there. Yeah, hold on, Jeff. I'm looking at a video of them putting Hangman on the stretcher. I'm going to give you my analysis. Oh, really? Um, okay. Somebody posted it from like their cell phone. Yeah, somebody in the crowd took a shot of it. Um, I mean, Doc Sampson's holding his neck in place as they're putting him on the board. I'm trying to see if Hangman's talking to him. I'm trying to just get the... Does it, T? Oh, man. 
Big T says it definitely looks like Mox's arm connected with his neck during the lariat. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's scary times. Um, okay, it looks like Hangman was answering him. Was he? Uh, okay. Yeah, it's towards the end of this forty-three second clip. You see any movement, like legs moving, hands moving? No. I mean, the the to be fair, the people helping him on the stretcher are kind of blocking where his arm is. Yeah. His arm his arm is kind of up, like it, it's not doing like the two shit that it was that he had, but. I mean, like, it looks like he's, like, laying down and his arm yeah, is Yeah, they, they like, put your arms on your chest, like, on purpose. Yeah, you know, they, they, they move his arm onto his chest, but I'm saying before they do that, it was kind of, the view of this is kind of not the best. Uh, I'm going to send it your way. Oh, did it? No, oh, here it is. Mm-hmm. Jeff, I'm going to put it in the Discord for you, and you can you can show it if you want, or um, whatever you want to do. Hold on one second. Uh, sorry, yeah, you can carry on with the trios match. All right, yeah, yeah, no worries, no worries. All right. So we started off with uh, Pac and Trent. Pac tried to go after Orange Cassidy, but Trent was waiting for him. Um, you know, Pac and Trent are just absolutely fantastic in the ring together. Um, you know, it's this this whole trios match was incredible. And, you know, the whole time I was sitting here thinking like, oh, my God, they're going to put two belts on Orange Cassidy. We're about to have the best friends finally get some gold. Um, you know, this this match was incredible. Obviously, we had Phoenix in here. We had Penta in here. You know, uh, we had a couple of spots in the match where, uh, you know, Pac looked like he was trying to cheat and Phoenix would stop him from doing the cheating, saying, no, you know, we don't we don't need to do that. And, you know, by the end of the match, uh, Phoenix was proven right. Um, Pac was, you know, laying out on the side of the side of the ring, laid out, and Phoenix finished off the match legit. You know, he, um, Penta hits uh, Fe- Phoenix with a, or I'm sorry, Phoenix finishes the match off with a double cutter, and then he hits Trent with an insane, some sort of uh, driver where he knees him in the head while he picks him up and then hits him with the driver afterwards. That looks nasty. Uh, Big E has tweeted out praying for Hangman. Oh boy. Big E has tweeted out praying for Hangman. Yeah, I guess that's that's a sign if I've seen one so far. Well, I mean, Big E obviously doesn't know, but you know, he yeah, it's a neck, it's a head slash neck injury most likely. So, uh, Big E broke his neck last year or earlier this year, so he. You know, there's relatability there. Um, yeah, I, re- I loved this. Uh, this is going to be a really hard episode of the show. Uh, yeah, I really loved this, this trios match. This was a really excellent match. I thought it was a really smart move for Tony Khan to open with this match. Um, I really love Orange Cassidy keeping his belt in his book bag. I think that that's, uh, I think that's really awesome. Yeah, Mia just says there's people on Twitter thinking the hangman injury is a work. That is absolutely well, ridiculous. So I'm actually seeing that too. And I like people are just the biggest fucking idiots in the world. Like, and, and this is like why I fucking hate Twitter. I was talking about why I hate Twitter last week. Because I'm literally, I'm literally looking at this stuff while Madu just saying, and I wasn't gonna say anything, but I I fucking hate people on Twitter. Like, I'm like literally the 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 literal pile of worthlessness that exists on twitter is just 
disgusting. Like, it, I'm literally seeing that. Like, oh, this is just a work. We're getting worked. Like, shut the fuck up. I really can't. He stand did. It. Okay, he did go stiff. His whole body stiffened up like he was KO'd. Look great. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do this review very well with all of this because we're there's going to be so many updates flooding in here. It's just yeah, I'm going to try and keep us as updated as possible. Um, I mean, Jeff, I think we we owe it to everyone to keep going. I agree. Um, I agree. Obviously, I think tonight's going to be a very different kind of show. Um, it's definitely not a happy show. This was a great episode of Dynamite. Obviously, minus the end. But I mean, it's it, it's serious. It's really serious shit. So we're gonna go over the show. I think still. I think we should. Um, but we're we're probably gonna be taking our time through it. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, we'll we'll keep updating as we go through here. I just there, there's there's no way that's a nah. Not after you watch the video. That's not a that's not a work. That's it's obvious yeah. the way that uh. You could tell based off of certain things that happen. Like obviously, if it was a work, they would show Hangman. If it they would have showed him getting put on the stretcher, they would have showed all you, of it. You could tell based off the last ten minutes of the show by multiple things that they did not have. Excuse me, they did not have that plan tonight. They went over the Rampage card again, in which Excalibur went very slowly through it, which we all know Excalibur yeah. shoots through things. Um, Taz looked devastated and Taz is somebody yeah. who also had a neck injury in the ring and that one ended his career. So uh like all I gotta do is look at Taz and Taz is Taz was not okay. Like he like Excalibur is speaking and going through the card and Taz is stumbling over it and interrupting it and he's like I'm sorry I'm just worked up and just it, it's not it's not good. It, I, I'm I'm extremely concerned for the hangman. Yeah I'm I'm just really hoping it's he was KO'd. I hope he doesn't have a neck injury, man. Oh, fuck. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's soldier on here. We, we, we do owe it to the people here. So um, next up, we had a uh, John Moxley video package uh, in Cincinnati, you know, for the Hangman match. Uh, decent video package. I think if you watched any of the videos they released on YouTube hyping up the match, uh, you know, you would have seen this already. Um, after that, we had Tony Schiavone backstage with Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter uh, with Rebel off in the background there. Um, I really liked this promo here. Uh, I liked how they said Tony time is over. And then Jamie Hayter said Sheeta later. That, that that got me right there. I actually really liked that one. Oh, Juhas just sent me the clip of the, of the hit. Oh. Yeah, I got oh. you. I got you, Jordan. I totally understand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I get it. You know, he's playing devil's advocate here. I just, I don't know. There's a lot of people sending out prayers and stuff. I, I don't think anybody's. It's yeah, it's a very emotional time. Um, yeah. Uh, Jim Ross's second Twitter account, which is like a, his barbecue chain. Yeah, Jr's um, barbecue. Yeah, they tweeted out. Hold on, I have to look at it real quick. I was just looking at the thing Juha sent me. I think that was the name of his podcast, wasn't it? No, that was grilling with JR. Uh, so Black Hat, which is JR, JR's barbecue comfort food, said, humbly asking for comfort and calm for the Adam, a Adam Page and the medical personnel attending him. Calm hearts and minds. These men and women are willing to risk and give it all, but none of us ever really want them to have to. Prayers up for the hangman and family. Um, you know, I, I think we can all but confirm that it's not 
a kayfabe yeah. thing here, but Jeff, I uh, I just sent you the video of Hangman getting hit. Uh, if we if you want to put it up, uh, Juhas sent it to me. Thank you, Juhas, for that. Um, let me see if I can get it up here one sec. Yeah. So while you're doing that, I would say that something that I really enjoyed about Dynamite, uh, I was going to mention it at this point after the first match, um, was the presentation of it. Kind of just having those quick little video snippets. Uh, I thought it was really good. I thought it was, you know, great for the presentation and the moving uh, match cards were back. I thought that was really, uh, I thought that was really cool as well. <sighs> All right. So you said you put it in the uh, Discord? Uh, I, I just DM'd you it. I DM'd you the video of him getting put on the stretcher and then I DM'd you the video, the Twitter of him uh, actually taking the hit. Oh. Yeah, McFoley's McFoley tweeted out prayers for Adam Page. All right, here we go. So I I do have it up here. Uh, this is the video from a fan's phone. So you know, don't don't blame us here for the up and down f footage here. Um, not to make light of a situation, but guys, whenever you're filming something, please turn your phones sideways. There there's no reason to film up and down. Right, but Jeff. here we go. Not the time. Oh, now it's got to load. People are saying, watching it back, it looks like Adam Page may have he got hurt on the landing, not the not the lariat itself. The lariat hit Page in the left shoulder, but taking the bump, Page landed awkwardly on his forehead. So it looks like they actually took the bottom rope down. Why is this having so much trouble loading? Okay, I didn't think that somebody was going to have to do this, but PW Torch has confirmed that Hangman Adam Page is legitimately injured and the match stoppage was not planned. It is not a work. Yeah, this this is 100% not Yeah, a if work. you need if you needed it to to be clarified, if we really had to do it, here we are. It has been confirmed. Um Let's see. All right, let me see if I can get this to keep playing. It keeps freezing up. Yeah, this is freezing up. It won't play for me. Um, which one are you trying to play right now? The stretcher one? Uh, that was the uh, person's one here. Let's play the one from TV, I guess, here. Up oh, says media could not be played. Pretty Which sure this. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm not gonna make it big because it'll. Left-handed lariat. Yeah, that was awesome by Hangman. Left-handed lariat. Oh no! The camera cut happens at such a perfect time, dude. Mox's arm does go right over across his, pretty much across his head. Those who know the icky <laughs> shuffle, baby, we're in Cincinnati. That's absolutely. <laughs> Look at that hangman. So they did show the replay immediately. Look at that hangman. Absolutely. <laughs> How does he land? Look at that. Uh, it's on the landing. It is. Yeah, it is. The landing. Yeah, I saw it's that. Absolutely, the landing. Okay, I don't want to watch that again. Yeah, he. 
Well, it, it is, yeah, he lands on his forehead. It, it is a very weird looking way he landed. Um, yeah, he basically lands on his face while his body is still doing the flipped inside out thing. So if it makes any sense, once his head hit the mat, the mat kind of put the friction down and his body kept moving and his head didn't is the way that it looks to me like. So I have a little bit of an update from um, Mike Johnson at PW Insider. Um, he does say, you know, going to start by saying the Adam Page KO finish appears to have been a legitimate, legitimate medical issue. One source believes he may have suffered a concussion, but we do not have that 100% confirmed. Page is currently being checked out backstage by medical staff. Oh, I really do hope that's all it is, is he got KO'd. Because from what it looks like to me after seeing that, the replay that they post that they showed, it looks like he lands on his face. I'm ho I'm, I'm just hoping that's all it might be. Ugh. Oh, that's fucking disgusting. What's Twitter. that? I fucking, I fucking hate Twitter. I just came across a tweet that said, rest in peace, hangman page. Like, yeah. I fucking hate, I hate, I hate them. Those are and, just, and the problem is, those are the people that like, I'm not trying to make this a thing because I'm like, his life is way more important than fucking pro wrestling. But like, like I know that that's a fed drill. Like I just fucking know it is. And it's I mean, like, obviously yeah. it's disgusting. Like, was it fucking um, jobber? <laughs> no, it, I don't even want to say his name, but I've never seen him. No, before, yeah, so he's not one of the parody accounts. Um, uh, Lee Moriarty tweeted out all of hangman. All right. Well, in case you're not still, you don't still have it on your phone. It is top of the ninth. Phillies are still winning two to nothing. Uh, there are two outs though. They are up to bat, so we should have the Padres' last chance coming up here soon. Yep. All right. Let's carry on with, for now. Let's carry on. Let's carry on to my highlight of the night: the AEW Women's World Championship. Hikaru Shida versus Tony Storm. They put this match in the absolute perfect spot tonight. This crowd was super, super hot. They were ready for this match. They were ready to get into this match. You know, sometimes the women's match goes after, you know, after 9 p.m., after a really good match, and sometimes they're out of energy and they kind of use it to rebuild. But right here, this crowd was absolutely amazing for this match you know kudos to the cincinnati crowd here um i absolutely love sheeta sheeta is probably one of my favorite uh women in aew i'm super glad she is back uh got her right up here on the old shelf holding her title um this match was in incredible uh I, I mean what else can you say yeah, I thought this was an excellent match, uh, and I thought it was great uh, where they put it on the card. Uh, I definitely agree with you. It was just, uh, it was an excellent match. I'm a huge Sheeta fan, so I knew that this was going to be very good, and it did not disappoint. Um, the post-match stuff was really awesome, too. Some things have definitely happened uh, of note. Obviously, post-match, after Tony Storm gets the win, we get uh, beat down with uh, Jamie Hayter and Rebel. And then Britt comes out wearing her Steelers jersey because they're in Cleveland, so Browns fans. But, I mean, fuck the Browns. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> and then Rhea comes out and gets physical. 
uh, which was good to see. That's, hold on. And hold then on. we get. It, it, it was Bengals. I'm sorry. Bengals fans. Cincinnati. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. I'm I'm all over the but place. But still, right fuck now. the Browns. Like, yeah, no, fuck the Browns. 100%. You, yeah, I'm sorry. You know. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I know what you meant. I'm currently watching baseball and checking Twitter and also upset. So, um, yeah, uh, just I thought that was great. And then we get the return of um, the NXT killer, Riho, which that's just it's it's funny to me because she kind of has a reputation on Twitter with AEW fans of being like like Triple H fears Riho because Riho has always been yeah. Whenever AW was killing NXT in the ratings, Riho was like always on dynamite. So the fact that she came back on a Tuesday against NXT was kind of funny to me. Yeah, that's actually really good. I didn't even think about that. But uh, so we had Tony Storm finish off the match with her strong zero, an amazing pile driver thing that she does. I love it. Uh, immediately, we had Jamie Hayter and Rebel come out to uh, start putting a beat down on both of them. Um, Britt Baker's music hits and she starts making her way to the ring, but then we get Soraya's music, uh, hits and she comes down and really nice spear on Britt there. You know, if anybody had any doubts, whether she could really get physical here, that was a decent little physical physicality there. Uh, she spears Britt. They start brawling, uh, her and Britt brawl all the way out into the crowd. They disappear for the rest of the night. You don't see them. Um, we get... Uh, who was it here? Uh, Rebel with the crutch. She comes up to the to the back of who was it there? Um, Tony Storm hits her with the crutch, and then Riho's music hits. Uh, dude, Riho is fantastic. This she jumped off of the top ropes to the outside and did a body splash onto Jamie Hader that looked absolutely nasty. Um, remember back when? Riho was, uh, you know, prominent in AEW, and Jamie Hader would take these splashes like uh, Jamie Hader takes that splash like no one else. It is absolute perfection the way that she, you know, hits the ground with those things. Uh, just a quick update from Mike Johnson at PW Insider: uh, Adam Page has left the venue to get exam examined at a local hospital. Okay, figured that already, but okay, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, MJF even MJF said, sent prayers to him. Yeah, man. This ain't, yeah, I was this, about this, to say, he just tweeted out like 30 seconds ago. MJF has said uh, prayers for Hangman. Yeah, this ain't, uh, this ain't kayfabe. No, it's not. I, yeah. Uh, uh, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, th this entire thing beginning to end was absolutely incredible. The match was incredible itself. The aftermatch run-in was awesome by the, all the girls. This women's division, since the arrival of Soraya, has just taken a huge step up. I mean, I, actually, let's let's go even farther. Let's say since the arrival of Tony Storm, huge step up, huge. Um, yeah, I mean, I I would say that the women the women's division has been booked really strongly uh, the last two months. Um, just great matches, great talent on the roster, and this is what happens when you give them TV time. And and like you know, I think. Uh, a big One critique out. of AEW is the women's division, but at the end of the day, it's it's more so the the TV time. You know, give these girls the TV time, and they're going to show you. Um, yes. And the Flyers just got their first of three outs in the bottom of the night. Yeah, I just said one out. <laughs> but, yeah, absolutely, I agree with you 100%. You give these girls the ring time, you know, and they're going to show you what they can do. 
And man, we got girls like Penelope. We got uh, Willow. I mean, coming up in the next year or so, this women's division is going to be unreal. Yeah. Um, I just think, yeah, you give them the TV time and, and they're showing out and they're showing that they can do great work. And yeah. I mean, that's, you know, really what there is to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, somebody posted a um, a picture on the old Twitter and it had, I believe it was Britt Baker and Tony Storm with another uh, female. And a lot of people were trying to like debate on who it was. And I think the consensus was Nixon Newell. So that'd be nice to see her come over because she was pretty good as well. Yeah. All right. Next up, we had a, a quick video package with War Joe, uh, Wardlow and Samoa Joe for uh, their match against Mike Bennett and Matt Taven. Um, you know, Joe called Maria Canellis a cackling bird and I lost my shit. I was laughing so hard when he said that it was hilarious. <laughs> Next up, we had a promo with FTR and Renee Paquette backstage. Um, I don't, I, I'm not sure if they've said this before, but they did say that now uh, FTR are the number one contenders for the championship. So she kind of asked them, "Are you guys going to be going after these titles anytime soon?" Swerve in our glory shows up, of course, and says, "You know, it should be our turn. We deserve a rematch." And FTR says, you know what? You're absolutely right. You versus us next week for the uh, for the number one contendership. So that's going to be a banger no matter what. You know what I mean? And yeah. obviously Swerve and Keith Lee have been teasing some, you know, hostility or breakup, whatever you want to say going on there. I wonder if that's going to culminate here in this match against FTR where they lose their number one contendership and finally go their separate ways. Uh, what, what, what do you think is going to happen here? Uh, I think Swerve turns on Keith Lee. You think Swerve's going to turn on him? Okay. Yeah, I mean, Swerve clearly didn't appreciate the fact that Keith Lee uh, made a tag match between the two teams. He definitely uh, didn't. He was kind of like, wait, what? Well, and I was like, he just got you guys a possible championship match. What were you upset about? You know? No, because the idea is, is that Swerve and Keith never got their, their rematch after they lost. So, um, whatchamacallit? Swerve thinks that they should just get the rematch. But instead, Keith Lee is putting the rematch on the line against FTR. Okay. Does that, do you understand? Yeah, I get, I get you. He thinks they already deserve it, but he's putting it on yeah. the line. Yep, I got Swerve you. Swerve thinks like Swerve and our glory should get the title shot next week. Whereas... So that, that actually, that makes a lot of sense because they could even go the route of in having a clean loss, no, no shenanigans in the middle of the match but then Swerve being pissed off that they lost their chance and then him turning. Like, yeah, I see that. Not saying there's going to be no shenanigans, but there could be. Yeah. Oof, two men on. All right. Yeah, I see that. All right. So uh, this was actually pretty good here at the end. Cash, while they were walking away, uh, Cash was like, FTR's house, bitch. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. Uh, next up, we had another video package with uh, Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt. Uh, actually, it wasn't a video package. This was backstage where they called Darby out for some uh, conversation, but they wound up beating the living daylights out of Darby. They slammed a door down on him, one of those big uh, rotating, uh, you know, giant doors. Uh, they had uh, Lethal locking on the figure four to Darby while the, do while the giant 
you know, I forget what they call it. It's like a big garage door, you know, whatever you call those things. Um, do you notice one of the security guards that came out to save Darby looked crazily like Ric Flair? Like he had a bleach blonde hair and and a bunch of people in the audience when they cut back to like the audience, you heard people doing the woo. <laughs> I think they noticed it as well, but one of those security guys looked just like Ric Flair. <laughs> Yeah, no, I didn't notice it. But, like, super young, like, you know, like 17. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, we had Tony Schiavone with William Regal in the ring. And let me tell you something here. Some people were saying that, you know, AEW doesn't have a lot of stories. You want fucking storylines? Here's a storyline for you. This was one of the greatest things that I have seen inside the AEW ring in a long time MJF immediately comes out to interrupt Regal. He comes out to the ring and he, he takes off his dynamite diamond ring showing Regal like, Hey, I'm not here to fight. You could put the knuckles, the, the brass knuckles away. Cause Regal had put on his brass knucks. Um, and MJF tells the story of him going to NXT essentially talks about how he was in, I believe he said progress wrestling and create a pro there we go thank you you know and he had he had william regal ask him for a tryout and during this tryout regal took him into the back into a room by himself you know told him i want you to sell yourself to me mjf's like and boy did i you know and then regal proceeds to tell him but you're only 19 you know not going to work. And this, this dude, I don't even know, dude, this was insane. This whole story. And he was like, th this really made me feel like this happened. This really had to have happened. It absolutely happened. Yeah, it, it had to have happened. And he talks about how Regal said, listen, send me a match and send me a promo once a month, every month. And MJF's like, I started doing that. But you sent me an email that said, I don't have time for you anymore. Knock this off. And man, the crowd turned on Regal immediately. Like, immediately Regal started getting booze. And the smirk on Regal's face and MJF reacting to the smirk on his face. This was just, my God, this was so good, man. This was so good. This is uh, probably one of the, if not the best promos of the year. This yeah. is, uh, in terms of this year, I mean, it's, uh, I would say it's like, it's the promo. It's, it's just, it was very good. Uh, it was from a real place. And it's just something that I thought was really special from MJF. I mean, uh, it's really hard to boo him. I like, I don't know, man. I think MJF's a baby face at this point. I just, MJF had me tearing up. When he's talking about Regal giving him that rejection text and or email and yeah, I thought it was great. All right, just comes... absolutely generation. On a different night, I would be talking a lot longer about it, but this is. Yeah. I mean, this whole segment, like I, I'd hate to just say promo because that would insinuate like just MJF, but. Well, yeah, no. William Regal was also. Let's go. Sorry, Regal. Hold Probably on, a couple seconds ahead of you. Yeah, you might be. Did they just win? Did they just swing? They swing. Hold on. Swing and a miss, baby. Fuck yeah. All right. All right. Thanks. Now Rome God. can breathe. Now Rome can breathe. Everything's good now. 
So, yeah, I, I hate to say promo. So I'm going to say segment like Mioja did. This was an all-time segment. Regal comes back with a promo of his own, you know, and I can't, I got to go back to MJF. He's saying, like, this email that Regal sent, basically, like, shooing him away, made him want to kill, kill himself. And instead of actually going through with that, he used it to 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 to, to, to push himself forward to prove the naysayers wrong you know and he it's just oh my god this was so so good and it's one of those times where you you kind of realize like sometimes you can't beat real life you know sometimes you can't write the things that actually happen in real life you know it's the, the real things is just sometimes it's uh it's better than what you can come up with in a writer's mind you know yeah um I thought it was, yeah. I, I just, it's just again, it's on, a different so night, on a different night, I have a lot more to talk about it. I just, uh, yeah, MJF had me tearing up. It was an excellent promo from MJF. William yeah. Regal was fucking phenomenal. Um, there was nothing about this that I didn't think was a home run. Uh, it's just, yeah, it was, it was an all-timer. Exactly. Probably the best thing I've seen this year in terms of promo segment work. Yep, couldn't agree more. Uh, like I said, Regal came back with a really good promo of his own, explaining himself with the email, saying, no, he's like, what I wanted to do was push you. He's like, I wanted you to take that email and use it as a lighting a fire under your ass. You know, he's like, and I don't want to see you cutting any shortcuts, you know, and I think with the shortcuts, he's talking about the, the chip, you know what I mean? Uh, so he really did kind of get to MJF a little bit with some of the stuff he said back to him. And I loved when Regal said, you know, all those times I knocked people out with those brass knuckles. He's like, I didn't need those brass knuckles. I just enjoyed it. I was like, yes, I love this guy. Um, but I got to tell you, by the end of this entire segment, MJF, to me, had turned face and Regal was being booed. So yeah. I don't want to say Regal turned heel, per se, because Regal has always been, you know, the the... the what do they call him a villain gentleman villain you know uh yeah. but mjf was pointing at the crowd and getting them to cheer for him so that looked very babyface to me what did you think on that i don't know how to feel about it i i wonder there's two avenues to go go down uh one being that tony khan understands that mjf is just nuclear over not nuclear heat but nuclear over yeah um and at that point you kind of got to go the stone cold route of just He's a baby face. He, he doesn't have to do baby face things, but a great, be a baby face. great um, way to put it. Great way. On the other hand, you know, it, it, they're setting it up like MJF is going to win this match clean and fight for this match clean. And I think what better heel thing to do than to do that and then not. Of course. So, yeah. I mean, uh, we'll get into it, but I mean, that's going to be the main event of full gear, which we'll be there live for. Um, and yeah, I, oh, dude, yes. I celebrated so hard when they said that was going to be full gear. I was like, yes, I'm so glad we got the tickets. Yes. All right. So a few minutes ago, Chris Nominski, PhD, he's a concussion specialist. He works with uh, Vienna with the AEW, WWE and NWA. He was also a former pro wrestler, but yeah, he's a, an expert on concussions. Uh, he said, sending positive thoughts to Hangman. This was not a high-risk move. Something went wrong. Referee Paul Turner is trained to recognize a concussion or a possible neck injury and stop the match. Doc Sampson was at ringside and there in seconds. Gives us the best chance for a good outcome. 
Agreed. I mean, yeah. So it was... basically, he's, basically, he's complimenting the way that Paul Turner and Doc Samson handled it. Uh, the fact that Paul Turner recognized it within seconds. Um, was you can see good. Turner reaches for his mic. You know how they have on their hip the mic that contacts to the back? He reaches for his mic almost immediately, like yeah, within two right seconds. Now. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I, I actually literally just saw that based off the tweet. He has the video in it. Yeah, he, he reaches for his microphone immediately. Uh, all right, yeah, still everybody thoughts go out to Hangman. Um, hoping it's just a really bad concussion KO type situation and he's not seriously injured. I just want to say one more time, and again, I'm extremely upset about Hangman, but fuck the 76ers. They really cost me $1,300 tonight. And the problem is, is that it's like it was my first time doing it too. So, like, I, I had the rush of, like, when the Flyers were down 2 nothing, I was like, man, the Flyers are going to cost me this. Oh, well. Right. Like, you know, it was, it was, so here's the thing, right? It was early in the night. It was early in the night. And I was like, well, you know, nothing's happened yet. So for all I know, all three teams could lose and maybe Bryce won't hit a home run, you know? So then like when the Flyers come back from the two nothing deficit and win the game, I'm fucking hype. And then Bryce hits the home run and this, the, you know, the Phillies are up two nothing and Zach Wheeler's fucking just shutting down the Padres. And I'm like, wow, this is really going to happen. And then I look at the Sixers and I'm just like, why are you the way you are? <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that the Phillies won because that's yeah. the most important game. Just enjoy but all like, that, you know. But like at the same time, like I'm getting like mentally destroyed between Hangman and me losing thirteen hundred dollars. It's just yeah, like, that's, uh, that's definitely a tough night for you because you're you're a bigger Hangman fan than me, admittedly. But I still, you know, still love him. But yeah, that's got to be a really bad night for you there. Yeah, but I'll say this also about the MJF segment because um, I forgot to mention this. So, again, I was watching four things tonight, admittedly, um, because of the money. Uh, I, AW was on my television. I had my laptop playing the Phillies, and then my phone, I was alternating between the Flyers and the Sixers. Oh, and, man. yeah, it was it was a very difficult night. But uh, AW, as, like I said, as usual, is the was my priority. It was more so, it was more so watching AW during the picture-in-picture picture watching the Phillies, and yeah, then... Yeah score checking for the flyers and the sixers but the flyers i ended up watching during commercial breaks too but so it was just when mjf cuts this promo i put my laptop switch now and get the new google pixel 7 pro where is this audio coming from hold on there we go now i gotta get rid of this stuff here so uh, next up was a uh, video package for Chris Jericho and the Ring of Honor there. Um, it was a decent video package. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> Where do I go with this here? We'll put on the tweet deck. There it is. So uh, it was a pretty decent package hyping up the uh, match for Jericho versus Dalton Castle. Um, I really enjoyed how Dalton Castle was saying, you know, I broke my back for this championship, which I believe he did back uh, back in the day for Ring of Honor. Uh, speaking of which, I can't wait for a streaming service to be able to go back and watch those matches of Dalton Castles. Like, that's my main reasoning of wanting to, uh, you know, be able to go see all that stuff. All right. Yeah. And next up after that, we had Renee Paquette with the acclaimed and Billy, Billy Gunn in the back. Um, basically talking about uh, how they couldn't do the scissor thing and, you know, they're going to have a match against Mark Sterling's boys there for the uh, right to use their scissors again. 
Now, did you see this uh, shirt that they were wearing? Uh, who? The Acclaimed. Um, I believe that was a new oh, shirt. Yeah. It's a new shirt. They, uh, they premiered it uh, or they debuted it last week. Did they? Okay, I must have missed it because that was awesome. It's like an AEW shirt, but with the A is a pair of scissors. It's unbelievable. I loved it. Well, it, it's because they coined it at their uh, national scissoring day when they said uh, AEW stands for the acclaimed every Wednesday. It says that on the shirt. Ah, uh, there we go. Okay, okay. I just didn't pay close Matt, enough Matt, attention. Uh, Matt Hardy just tweeted out, best wishes, hangman. Yeah, we're getting it from everybody now. Um, oof. Yeah, Ring of Honor to HBO. Let's go, Mioja. I, yeah, I, I heard the rumors. That. And, I, and I feel like we'll get the AEW library there too. So uh, Brian Alvarez said today that about in regards to that, that the announcement was imminent, which means, you know, Woo. very soon. Maybe at a uh, rampage that'll be live in Jacksonville. They did. Um, they did announce. I don't know who, if anyone caught it. Uh, December 10th is the final ring of honor show of the year. Um, final battle. It's going to be December 10th at 4 PM. Eastern time. Or Eastern. Oof, okay. Yeah, they did it at 4 PM due to, I believe they, uh, Excalibur said that the reason that they did it that early on that date was because it's Heisman Saturday. They wanted to pick a day where there wasn't going to be college football, but they also didn't want to get into the Heisman stuff and compete with it. That's the one great thing about Tony Khan is he will, do his best to not compete with, you know, football, which I really appreciate. I mean, it's smart. It's very smart. Why you shouldn't want to compete with football? No, absolutely. All right. Next up with this was uh, another Renee Paquette segment. Man, um, they are absolutely utilizing their uh, their newest um, acquisition, Renee Paquette. She has herself a sit down with Brian Danielson and Wheeler Yuta, and man. This went a direction that I did not think it was going to go, and it went there real quick. <laughs> um, Danielson starts giving Garcia all the praise in the world, saying, you know, he might possibly be the greatest technical wrestler we've ever seen. And immediately, Wheeler Yuta's like, what the fuck is this guy saying? You know what I mean? He's like looking at him all crazy, and Renee's like, Wheeler, uh, I can't help but notice uh, you having a little bit of a problem with what Danielson's saying here. And man, Wheeler Yuta just like went off on Danielson, you know, not having pride in the Blackpool Combat Club, essentially. And that made me notice that Danielson wasn't wearing any Blackpool Combat Club gear. So uh, Danielson never does, though. I know. And that's what I'm, you know, I was about to say that as well. I don't think he ever has. So a little well, bit Danielson interesting doesn't here. Wear, Danielson doesn't wear his own T-shirts either. So yeah, don't think too much into that, I would say. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Wheeler Yuta gets pissed off and uh, walks off after yelling at Brian Danielson. It was a decent, decent sit down. I actually really enjoyed this. Yeah, I, I do often. I, I wonder where this, uh, where this is going with this storyline. Not in a negative sense, but I, I am a little. I'm like, I'm very intrigued to see where we go from this because clearly there's some issues between Danielson and Yuta. Danielson is kind of chasing Garcia. And Garcia, it, at least as of right now, seems like he is not going with Danielson. So uh, it, it is a very interesting dynamic we're seeing here. Uh, and it seems like, like you said, the Blackpool Combat Club, they're kind of siding with Yuta on this. So, I mean, I don't know if this necessarily means that Danielson just moves on. I don't think it means that, but I am I am very intrigued what the plan is for for this. Yeah, my, my wonder is, uh, does somehow, like, uh, Wheeler 
pretend like he leaves the Blackpool Combat Club and maybe join them over there and try to cause some dissension over there. But no, that would just that would be prolonging this too long. I feel like this should be over soon, you know. Yeah, I do think that we're starting to get around to the end point for the most part. I mean, again, my hats are off. My hats off to them. They they started this Eddie Kingston Jericho feud in February, and we are nearing November, and it's it's still going with fresh matches. Um, and, yeah. and that's still to this to this day. I'm going to give credit for it. That is that is insane. That it's been a rivalry that has not run its course. And yet, you know, and, and I, are there still stories to tell? I don't know, but it's it's still been very, very good television. Yeah, absolutely. All right, next up was an absolutely amazing match between Dalton Castle and the Ocho, Chris Jericho, um, with Jake Hager with him, by the way. Um, we had Bobby Cruz, the ring announcer for Ring of Honor out there. We also had Ian Riccoboni, the announcer on uh, commentary as well. Um, man, they gave Dalton Castle his full, like, big uh, big time entrance. Did you notice that? Where I'm sorry. He, I was saying they gave Dalton Castle his full big time entrance where he had all eight. He had all eight of the boys. He had, you know. The whole shebang. Yeah, uh, he, he sprinkled the, the, uh, the yeah, chicken chicken the dust. Throne. It was great. Yeah, he was sitting on the throne. I loved it. I, oh. I love Don Castle's entrance. I mean, the throne taking the place of where the Cody Vader was. I popped for that. I was like, yes. I was like, fuck yeah. It's just, it's so nice to see Dalton Castle get treated with like the respect that he deserves. Like that man. Like this dude. Yeah. He really did help build uh, Ring of Honor for a while, and. You know what made me really happy, and I'm hoping you caught this. I really hope you caught it. Mm-hmm. Is they said who Dalton Castle won his Ring of Honor championship from? Did 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 you catch this? I did. That means nothing to me. Huh? I did catch it. It means nothing to me. But you you weren't you weren't happy that Dalton Castle took the Ring of Honor championship from Cody? I was. Hey, of course I'm happy that Cody got beat. But I mean, <laughs> like I I would rather just not. And, you know, acknowledge Cody's existence, period. I mean, he's he's a snake. Well, you know? did you notice in the video package when they were flashing through all the ex-Ring of Honor champions, they gave everybody's face like a good one or two seconds, but then Cody was just kind of like, it was like there and gone, like in a half a second? Yeah, something else that I saw uh, that people pointed out is is that the CM Punk was in one of the Ring of Honor packages. He was, And then yeah. also the Elite were mentioned today, too, which is, I think is a very good sign. Yeah, absolutely. And Cutler's been on all, every dark or elevation since uh like what 3 weeks ago, right? Yep. I've seen I think we've seen almost 5 matches of his now. Um So this match with Dalton Castle and Chris Jericho, you, you know, it's right up there with the women's match for me. This might be match of the night, but that was like overall segment of the night for me. Uh th- this this was incredible. Chris Jericho goes for the uh, obviously kind of like faking the uh, the code of honor, and Dalton Castle walks over as if he's gonna recognize the uh, code of honor. He says, "Hold on a second. Reaches way down into his pants, way, way, way down in there, and finds himself a nice middle finger for Chris Jericho. Um, I popped for this. This was one of my favorite parts of the night. Um, 
he was really digging down into those uh into those shorts man <laughs> uh just again small thing sunny kiss and darius martin have also tweeted out uh for hangman yep yep oh man that's just such an amazing amazing night just overshadowed you know it's really hope hangman is okay just really hope hope he's all right I, that's like the tweet that i want so that like we can all breathe you know what i mean like want to want to see that he's okay tweet but yeah that that's what i'm uh that's what i'm pretty much trying to keep an eye out for uh i don't think we're going to get an update while we're on the air tonight um i would i would recommend joining our discord and i will keep everyone updated uh probably in the morning is when we're get going to get news Alan Angels just tweeted out one of the nicest, most genuine guys in the locker room. Prayers for Hangman. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Uh, so let's see here. In this match, one of my favorite spots in the match, we had, um, you know, if you guys are familiar with Dalton Castle and the boys, you know, every once in a while, he uses the boys as uh, as kind of like human missiles. So when Jake Hager looks like he's about to get involved on the outside, he calls for the boys, and one by one he takes his uh, his boys and he throws them through the ring, doing uh, you know essentially tope suicidas or front flips over the top. And man, Jake Hager took about four or five of them before they knocked him down and took him out. Um, they all just started beating the ever living daylights out of Hager. But they made a fatal mistake of grabbing the hat. Um, I think Jake Hager's new character here is uh, he is absolutely obsessed with that Kangol purple hat that they had given to Garcia. Um, and he flips out and goes crazy, destroys everybody. <laughs> um, I'm not too sure I like the whole, you know, you touched my hat rawr, thing. But, you know, it is what it is. It was fine. He destroys all the boys. Um in the middle of all this, Jericho tries to pin Dalton Castle. He gets a 2.9. Uh, Jericho goes over to, um, you know, Ref Aubrey there and kind of gives her the old chest bump. That was three. And, you know, I love Ref, Ref Aubrey. She's one of my favorite refs of all time. And she looks at Jericho like, I'm not taking that shit. And she chest bumps his ass back. And he's like, oh, wow. I'm, I'm uh, you know, immediately he was done with the whole arguing with the uh, Aubrey thing. Uh, Next up here, Dalton Castle actually hit Chris Jericho with the bangerang. I did not think I was going to see Chris Jericho ever take a move like the bangerang, but he took it like a champ, kicks out at 2.999, and somehow, immediately after they get up from the bangerang, the Judas effect out of nowhere. And I really feel like uh, Jericho is kind of giving you know the out of nowhere thing for the uh the Judas effect. Have you noticed that that it almost happens out of nowhere now? He doesn't set it up. He doesn't really like size anybody up for it unless it's like, you know, like the announcer guy or something like that. But in a match, it usually just comes out of nowhere. I feel like that's kind of been the thing with the Judas effect. That's why he started using it is that it's one of those kinds of finishers you can just kind of hit on the fly. Yeah, yeah, it's that's it's nice, yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Sorry, so Jericho I'm does retain the people, Ring of Jericho uh, championship. Uh, what was that? I said sorry. I'm just trying to keep getting some up, trying to get updates on the situation. That's all. Oh, you're good. Um. So, 
Jericho goes up to the top of the ramp and he says, you know, not only announcers, not only wrestlers from uh, Ring of Honor, but even commentators. And he looks over at the commentator booth and, you know, Daddy Magic and Angelo Parker run over. They grab Ian Riccoboni and they hold him down on the ground. Just as Jericho is about to hit him with the Ring of Honor championship belt, we have Jerry Lynn come out and grab the belt to stop him. Uh, Jerry Lynn takes a pile driver onto the belt on the ramp. I don't think we're ever going to see a championship match between the two, but holy moly, man, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, dude, Twitter's a bunch of fucking douchebags. Anybody that would say something like that's an absolute idiot. Yeah, see, and again, like, I, I don't want to make it about that, but, like, I'm so... And, I'm like, so what, fucking... Sick the statement it. is irrevocable. I don't even know what the word is. I want to say irrevocably. False. Oh, that wouldn't happen here? It did happen there. With Big E. What? Someone has fucking died in that ring. Okay? Whoever fucking said that is an absolute moron. <laughs> my god yeah i'm just i'm seeing a lot of bad faith takes uh like uh maduja and i are both scrolling twitter i can't do it i won't even be on twitter tonight i can go out oh, no way like, it's just it's bad i'm seeing things like so now wwe fans are blaming john moxley saying he's a stiff worker no. like it wasn't like like you're just fucking stupid it, it wasn't even that it's just it it was the way he landed. It wasn't the hit exactly. Big T Austin. Austin Owen. Owen. Yeah, yeah. Just block the guy. I was gonna say I would even I would either go on a blocking spree tonight or I would get banned. It'd be one or the other. Um. Yeah. I mean that's basically what I'm doing. But it's just it's just awful to see. It's just I'd just it, be it, like, yeah. Everybody, open your mouth so I can block you, please. Uh But yeah, Jerry Lynn takes a pile driver on the belt, man. That was a nasty spot. Uh, I don't think we're going to get a match out of that. I think that's just Jericho taking out Jerry Lynn, right? You know what? You think we're getting a match, something, don't you? <laughs> something tells me. Jericho is like, Jerry, let's Jerry, do it. Let's, do let's it. fucking do it. Like, let's just do it. I don't know, man. Like, yes, it could very easily be a way that Jericho could say, I took out Jerry Lynn, the Ring of Honor world champion, previous world champion. But like... Uh, I'm not saying it's like a lock, but something. Hey, might, if they like, do it, they could just do a squash. You know what I mean? Just have Jericho destroy him. Squash. I think that okay. Jericho can, can. I think Jericho can work with it. I mean, and then Jerry Lynn's a very talented wrestler in his day. Yes, he was. Yes, absolutely. As good as he was, but I mean, I think he could probably do something. But I mean, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, it could go either way. Yeah. Agreed. All right, next up, we had a Christian Cage and Luchasaurus video package. Um, Christian is basically sending out a uh, warning to all the champions in AEW. Um, this was the only thing of the night that missed for me. I, I can't take a threat like that serious when both of you are wearing medical devices. Christian was in a full-blown arm sling, so we know his arm is still injured. And Luchasaurus was wearing the shoulder harness that Kenny Omega was wearing when he made his return. So I wasn't aware of any sort of an injury to Luchasaurus. So that seemed like something new that I absolutely noticed immediately. And 
it just came across weird to have a threat saying all of you champions should watch out when it's two guys that are like, you know, almost like com- comedically like beat up, missing a tooth and a black eye. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, I mean, I didn't really a hundred percent take it that way. I mean, obviously Christian Cage is is hurt badly, but I mean, we don't know what Luchasaurus the extent of his injury. I think uh, we're we're they need to buy time between now yeah. and you know, and the time Christian comes back because they still have this payoff to do with uh, Christian and Jungle Boy. So I, I think what's going to happen is maybe, maybe the, maybe uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, maybe Luchasaurus tries to chase the title and Jack Perry costs him. And, you know, that's how we continue. Or maybe they kind of separate them for a little bit of time and let it kind of build back up. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, Big T's got a question for us in chat. Jericho is obviously going to be defending the title at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Who would you pick to face him in the Ring of uh for the Ring of Honor Championship? Someone we haven't seen yet or hmm. I have an idea. Um I want to Adam Cole, check. was he at, was he a champ? That was what I was thinking. That's I was thinking Adam Cole. Ooh. I think Adam Cole was was a Ring of Honor champion. That'd be sick. Um, the interesting thing about the video package is that it did include Kevin Steen as well. It did, yep. He's got the he he owns the rights to the video packages. Another bonus of buying it. Yeah, I guess so. But it is kind of interesting. I mean, yeah, it's just it, it's very nice for them to respect our intelligence and being like, hey, yeah, you know, Kevin Steen, he did exist. He is alive. Yeah, um, I think they even said his name. I could be wrong, but I think they did. I think they have in the past few weeks. Uh, John Silver just tweeted out, uh, "Love you, at Hangman Adam Page." Oof. All right. Next up, we had a backstage with Renee Paquette again. Um, she was catching up with the baddies who uh, were looking for Jade's belt. Um, Jade comes in and says, where's my belt? Where's my belt? And the baddies are like, she's not here. We can't find the belt. And she says, no, sh- you know, no crap. She's not here. <laughs> uh, but they did confirm that. Nyla Rose will be at Rampage, and it looks like Jade is going to demand a match with Nyla Rose, or she's going to take over the show. So, you know, that that should be uh, pretty good there. I really want to see Jade versus Nyla. That, that actually could be a pretty decent match. Jeffrey, are, were you a fan of the, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Damn right. Okay, I'm sending you this picture. I want you to look at it and tell me once you see it. I just DM'd it to you. Teenage Mutant. That's the turtle van. Okay. Okay. That's an Xbox. I see the controller back there. That's a console. Apparently, so the official TMNT Twitter account is giving that away in a sweepstakes. That is an Xbox Series S. Pretty cool. That's crazy that that's an Xbox. Yeah, that's actually really cool. Oh, yeah. I'm watching a video of it. It is an Xbox. It has all the ports and... Wow, look at that. Damn. Let me see if I can show it here. That's crazy. That looks really cool. So this is an Xbox. Where let's see if we can see the ports. Where where do you see the ports at? It's a video. Hold on. I'll, I'll it's a video that's on Twitter. If you, like hold on, I'll send you the video. That's cool though. That's sick. I can see the controller back there. Yeah, there's a photo. If you go on to uh TMNT's official Twitter account. 
Yeah, that that's an Xbox, Jeff. I just sent you the video. You can watch it for yourself if you want, but. Where are you taking me? Are you taking me to Twitter? I was like, where are you taking me? Oh, that's sick. Yeah, it is, it is an Xbox. You got it. All you have to do is comment Turtle Power Sweet Ah, uh, fuck it. I'll get the shot. Put on my hat. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Actually, not waterproof. <laughs> Why is Adam Cole trending right now? Um, I think Adam Cole was trending because a lot of people were saying that his injury looked worse than Adam Cole's. Ah, okay. something good came out of Twitter. Is this just repeating or is it more and more? I, I feel like I haven't seen the end of this. No, yeah. It's just repeating. Anyways, uh, let's get on with, with, uh, with Dynamite. All right. All right. So next up was the main event, the AEW World Championship for John Moxley versus Hangman Adam Page. And man, this was an incredible match. Until it wasn't, you know. Um, I, I I loved this match. The whole, uh, just John Moxley bleeding right off the bat. Uh, they basically, you know, started on the outside before the match even begun. You know, he was attacking Moxley during his entrance. Like this was so good, and then. With one basic move that, you know, is just a normal move. It didn't look like Moxley did anything wrong or anything different than normal. Uh, we had a, you know, serious injury go down with um, Hangman Page. Uh, the referee immediately noticed something was wrong. Um, you know, kudos to Paul Turner there. Uh, that was excellent on his part. I mean... You can immediately see him reach for the microphone behind his back. He knew right away. Uh, Hangman yeah, kind of stiffened. Was, What's that? There was, again, some bad faith people on Twitter who were saying, like, Paul Turner could have killed Hangman. He didn't even do the X. And it's like, you fucking moron. Like, he's got a fucking microphone. He's got a mic on his fucking ear in his back pocket. The X is for the fucking E, dude. I don't even think they do that here. No, I don't think they do either. No, just... they have a microphone that they just immediately talk into. Like, they don't have to do the stupid X thing. Um, Yeah, you know, so Mox hits him with a King Kong lariat. When you really slow it down, you know, it does look like Mox hits him, like, right across the head, jaw area. I don't think that's what caused it. When you see Hangman hit the ground, his yeah. body is still moving one direction and his head hits the ground. I'm really thinking that this may be just a KO situation. I'm really hoping and praying that it's not a neck injury. Um, we have a lot of people weighing in on Twitter. Nobody that's confirming anything, but lots of people on Twitter weighing in, giving out their thoughts and prayers. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it, it, it is what it is. Injuries happen sometimes. Um, not often in our main event of uh, dynamite live, you know, but, it does happen. It's happened in other organizations, you know. 
Yeah, uh, Maduji kind of hits around the nail on the head. Uh, Twitter's going to be fucking insufferable. I mean, we just have to block these people and, and move forward. Um, it, it's it's a scary night. It's a super unfortunate night. It's a it's a freak accident. I mean, again, yeah. you watch the video, and it's clearly not anything that, that Mox did. I mean, I don't think that there's anything in the Lariat that looks bad to me. I've watched no. it probably 30 times at this point. Um, it's just the landing. It, it's just a bad landing. Um. Okay. Well, that's what the. What do you mean by that, Evan? What, like, what does that even mean? I'm removing that. That's that's garbage. I was just about to say his other comment, but uh, yeah, he doesn't you're, deserve it. You're now. in timeout. You're in timeout for 300 seconds. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, because you don't. You don't do that. Like, don't wish. Don't wish poorly on anybody. That's just. That's just disgusting. Be a better human being. Um, it's it's just it's super unfortunate. You know you don't want to see anyone get injured like this. I mean, it's just it's upsetting. It's very upsetting. Yeah. So they 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 kill as much time as they can here. It, I think that's what made it obvious to me that it wasn't a work at the time. Is that you could see that the uh, the commentary team was having a tough time. They they were obviously like, holy shit, what do we do here? Taz, the look on Taz's face was like, uh, it was like sheer shock. You know, he, he, I think he knew what was going on. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, again, Taz, Taz has a history of, you know, the neck, neck injuries in the ring and ended his career. And like, again, like that, that's all you need to know is like, if Taz is acting that way, he like, that's kind of, that, that's yeah. very trouble. Um, yeah, but it, it's just, it's awful. It, it's very upsetting. It, it puts a damper on the show, but I mean, it's not nothing on the show matters as much as you know everyone's health and safety. So Absolutely, hundred percent. Just all around, just a damper on on the night. But I mean, I just I hope he's going to be okay. Yeah, absolutely. So after a few minutes, um, looks like you know they did they took the bottom rope down. They got Hangman out of the ring onto a stretcher. They did get him out. Um. Mox finally got onto the uh, microphone and he started to cut a promo and he essentially called out MJF. Um, MJF comes out immediately dragging Bryce Remsburg with him who had just put on some gloves. Uh, and you could see Remsburg putting on the black gloves really, really made me think that this match was about to happen. I was like, he's putting on gloves because Moxley's bleeding. This is about to happen. I love that they have these little details that they actually think of. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I wonder if it was even Remsburg that said it. He's like, dude, as you drag me out there, I should start putting my gloves on. It'll look even more like this is about to happen. Like, that was perfect the way that they did that. So I, I do think that this segment right here was actually supposed to happen. Um, and I think it kind, kind of came down right when it right when they started it here, I think, is when it was supposed to happen. We just missed a few minutes, you know, from the injury there. I personally think that that wasn't supposed to happen tonight. Really, you don't think that was supposed to happen at all? Not, not at all. But I don't think it was supposed to happen tonight. It didn't seem like they weren't ready to go with it. Like if they were, if that was the plan, I feel like they kind of would have just rolled right into it. But they didn't do that. They, they had like I don't know. If it was planned, I think MJF probably would have came out in gear. Well, like I was saying though, I think that it went off at the time that they wanted it to. It's just, they had to figure out what to do for that few minutes in between. 
because they timed it perfectly for the end of the show. You know what I mean? With him and MJF doing their thing in the ring. Uh, yeah, but they have, a, they have a hard clock that they can just kind of work around. That is true. That is true. Um, I'm not but, saying you're wrong. I just, I'm not 100% sure about it. Uh, I do want to kind of say this, and it's obviously not as important as Hangman's health, but I do want to give AEW the kudos as to how they handled kind of everything. Uh, I think, again, Paul Turner being yeah, trained and getting right on it, Doc Sampson calling off the match, the just the way that they, everything was very quick about that, and really just the way they kind of bounce back as a show. I mean, something like that happens, you can't, you can't, predict it's going to happen you don't know it's going to happen um but they were able to kind of get the show a little bit back on track um while making sure hangman was safely out of the ring and and stuff like that so i mean i am going to give them you know not a very important kudos in the in this moment but a, a kudos none this you know nonetheless that they were able to bounce off and end the show in what was a you know, obviously the mood was dampered, but quite a quite a good ending to the show in a sense that, like, you know, they have this tease with the cash-in. You think MJF's going to do it, and then he, he talks about, you know, him talking with Regal earlier in the night that he's like, I'm going to earn this. For the first time in my life, I'm going to earn something. Yeah. Um, so good so the way he said that. He he's going to cash in at full gear. He guarantees he will cash in at full gear. So that's your main event for... Full gear is uh, John Moxley versus MJF for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Oh man, I'm so glad we got our tickets. That's going to be an amazing match. That might be an all timer. I'm going to be. I can't wait. Um, so I do like what Mia just says here that they they did everything right with this Hangman situation. Like you were just saying, you know, they recovered from it and they did everything properly here. And you know, is Christopher Dan? This dude. What what you know the the other guys aren't uh they're not on tonight, so you're gonna come uh bug us over here and get yourself banned. Where you at? That looks like someone else got it. Good job. Um the one thing that uh <laughs> I ha- I gotta mention when um when Moxley got back on the mic. He said, you know, I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that to you. And then he said, I'm going to put my fist up your ass. I laughed so freaking hard when Mox yelled that to MJF, man. Like <laughs> sometimes they just know certain things to say that sound like really like cool and then really funny at the same time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, it was good. All good right. Stuff. So that was dynamite, you know, like I said earlier at the at the top of the podcast here, um, this would have been an all-time episode for me, you know, without the injury. Um, unfortunately, the injury just really, really hurt a lot, you know, because Hangman is a, he's just, he's such an amazing talent right now. Um, but Amazing human being, too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, this was this was a great episode of Dynamite. You know, let's not take take away from the rest of it, really. You know, this was a great episode of Dynamite. Unfortunate with the injury there in the main event, but it is what it is. Uh, did you happen to catch what's going to be on Rampage? Because uh, I did actually, for once, write it down here. <laughs> yeah, I do have it. You're, you got it? Okay. Let's order the MJF shirts. <laughs> I rather I think we should all get scarves, man. I'm I'm with Big T on that one. We should all find the the scarf. It's on uh on Amazon for like ten bucks. Yeah, maybe I'm gonna do Hangman. Hangman is the, the guy. Yeah, yeah, man. 
Yeah, again, I mean, before we get into the preview for next week, I mean, yeah, Hangman is, he's excellent. Like I said kind of earlier in the show, like, this is a guy that, uh, he's busted his ass, and, you know, he's he's won a lot of people over. I know Coach, who's listening in the future, you know, he's definitely been into Hangman's work the last few weeks, and it's just all around unfortunate. It really sucks to see. You hate to see it. It's just, it's very sad. It, you know, again, just hoping he, hoping he can, uh, he can bounce back, and that he'll be okay. Yeah, I agree. But before you start with the rampage there, um, welcome everybody in chat. Thank you guys very much for hanging out with us here tonight. Um, we really appreciate all you guys, you know, hanging out with us and uh, being in the chat interactive with us. Uh, if you guys see these avatars on screen, uh, we can have battle royales and stuff like that. Um, if you want to activate yours, you got to type something in the chat and be a subscriber. So if you don't mind, please hit that subscribe button um, if you guys have not already. Uh, but uh, you got the Rampage um, card up there? I do. Let's see here. Uh, first up on Rampage, which is live on Friday. I'm not sure if it's live or if it's being taped, but they're going to be in Jacksonville. Um, titles versus Trademark, the Acclaimed versus the Varsity Athletes. Uh, so both the AW Tag Titles are on the line and the Scissor Me uh, Trademark is on the line. Nice. Penelope Ford will take on Willow Nightingale, which that should be a really good match. Dude, I mentioned those two earlier. I think I did that, like, subliminally. Yeah, Preston Vance will take on Roosh. Um, FTW Championship will be on the line. Hook will defend the title against Ari Davari. Okay. Uh, and then next week on Dynamite, we have the number one contenders match, FTR versus Swerve in Our Glory, Riho versus Jamie Hayter. Claudio Castanoli and Wheeler Yuta versus Chris Jericho and Daniel Garcia. Brian Danielson versus Sammy Guevara. Yeah, that's the only one that shocked me there of all these that we saw here. Where'd that Danielson versus Sammy match come from? You think from the, the uh, tag match they had last week? Uh, Danielson said he requested a match and he was booked against another member of the JAS. Huh, okay. I mean, it's the ongoing JAS Blackpool Combat Club feud. Yeah, I gotcha. Which I don't think we've had Danielson versus Sammy yet. So no, again, I don't think so. Fascinating. This, this this fucking rivalry from February is just still going and producing fresh matches. It's kind it of is. I can't believe that's a fresh match. Wow. Let's go. Um, <laughs> Kip Sabian tweeted out thoughts and prayers to Hangman. Uh, Dustin Rhodes with, hang, with Hangman and then the uh, praying emoji. Yeah. Oh man, that means even they haven't really heard much. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, so what we know now for those that are just joining us is that Hangman was checked out by backstage doctors. Uh, he has been transferred to a local hospital to be examined by them. We don't have any any concrete news. Uh, one source from uh, the uh, PW Insider believes that it is a concussion. But that's not 100% confirmed, so, you know, we'll see. You know, it sounds bad to say, like, I kind of cringed at myself earlier when I said it, but hopefully that's all it is, is a, you know, a concussion. But hopefully he's going to be fine and they're just being extremely cautious, you know. Uh, Tony Khan does own the Jacksonville Jaguars. So in the NFL, I was kind of thinking, you know how if a guy gets KO'd, they unscrew his face mask and they put them on a stretcher whether they want to get up and walk off or not? Mm. I'm hoping it's something like that where Tony has some really strict rules on concussions where, like, if he was just straight up KO'd, they were like, no, dude, you can't get up. 
we're stretching you out. You don't have a choice. Lay here and, you know, be calm about it. You know, you know, it sounds weird to say, but hopefully that's all it was. Um, really hope it's nothing more serious than that. I really do. Ugh. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's <sighs> super unfortunate. Very, very upsetting, but very, Tell I mean, you, man, yeah, all... it is what it is. I mean, pro wrestling is it, it, it is a dangerous sport. I mean, it's you know, these, these wrestlers they're putting their bodies on the line for, for entertainment, and we just need to appreciate it and respect it and just understand that that's what it is. And it could happen at any point, you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't even have to be a high risk move. Everyone always thinks, like, oh, it's the pile drivers, oh, it's this, like, you know, man, it can it can happen for anything, like. You could get punched in the wrong way, you know what I mean, and then that's it. So it's like, what can you do? Yeah, man. You know, Ugh, I'm just like at a loss for words at this point now. Like, starting to sink in more and more. Yeah, I mean, Ugh. obviously in the Discord, I'll try to keep you know the Discord updated um, and in the loop. Uh, I don't know if we'll hear anything tonight. I don't think we will. I think AEW, I'm hoping AEW is going to put out a statement once they know. So that way, just to let people know. Um, I mean, once they let the talent know, I'm sure it'll get out anyways. But, yeah. Oh, man. All right, so I guess that was uh, that was it for our AEW Dynamite review. Uh, thank you all for hanging out and joining us tonight. Um, you know, I really thought up until like till about nine fifty, I thought this was going to be an awesome, you know, upbeat podcast. Here we had the Phillies winning; it was up two nothing. You know the the Flyers had already won, come back from a two zero deficit. But oh man, this this really. Uh, Really ruined the the night for probably for a lot of AEW fans. Again, prayers go out to Hangman and his family as well. Hope everything is okay. Hope he makes a full recovery from this. Uh, that's all we could say. Hope you know. Thoughts and prayers out to him. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. You got anything else uh, you want to go over? Philadelphia 76ers cost me $1,300 tonight. Yeah, I know, I know. That's going to stick with me for a while. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. It's definitely going to eat at you for a bit, and it's going to make you want to gamble again. So. No, I actually, on the contrary, I'm actually very angry. I might I might never gamble again because of that. <laughs> because of how close I was. It was because it was like... That's what I mean. Dude, it was a fucking three-game parlay with Bryce Harper hitting a home run, and everything else went my way. Yep. Uh, All right, man. Well, on that note, go ahead and close us out. Sure. This has been episode 82 of the Broken Tables podcast. If you enjoyed this video, please leave a like and a comment and a subscribe or a follow, depending on where you find us. Thank you to everyone listening to us live here on YouTube.com. Thank you to everyone who's listening to us in the future, not live, including the coach. Shout out to the coach. Uh, Thank you to everyone on YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. You can follow us on Twitter at Broken Table Show or on Facebook and Instagram at The Broken Tables Podcast. We go live on YouTube following every single AEW Dynamite, Rampage, and even pay-per-views. We will be back Friday night following Rampage. 
Uh, just so everyone's aware, our Rampage show is YouTube exclusive. So if you're not listening to us on YouTube right now, uh, check us out on Friday. Um, we hope to see everyone again. Until next time, see you later. Go Phils, go Flyers, fuck the Sixers. And uh, prayer, thoughts and prayers to Hangman Adam Page. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a perfect way to end the podcast there. You know, Hangman, our thoughts and prayers are out with you and your family. Everybody else, have a good night and top guys out.